This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Death Race 2050, Roger Corman did not produce a tagline. That was bad. You could have did better. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Troy. And and could could someone please tell me I'm beautiful? Chris would do you. Uh, what? Okay, what? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this movie. <laughs> the Death Race 2050. I've been here for a Roger while. Roger Corman's Death Race 2050. Thank you very much. A sequel to, I guess, the original Death Race 2000. It skips past all the other Death Race sequels that have happened. I know. Did, did Frankenstein win Jason Death Race 2000? Yes, Frankenstein did win. Jason Statham. Okay, Stat what? Statham. Uh, no, say it again. That's that's helping. Jason Statham. Thank you. No, he, see, Jason Statham went into the face-off machine where then he removed his face and gave him another face. No, Nicholas Rage was in face-off. Uh-huh. And John Travago. Well, that's just foolish. Yes, but see, uh, Melissa McCartney was in uh, was in Spy with the face-off machine. Is that that broad from Basketball that married Jim Carrey? Carney, that's Carney! Her that's her cousin, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, so Death Race 2050. I worked this into a corner. Congratulations. <laughs> That's why Brett's a professional. At what? Hard to tell. Yep. What? But he's a professional. Brett can't hear when the video stream is off for a second. Hell apparently. yeah, I can't. <laughs> So anyway, I don't know the difference between looking and hearing. That's true. This was suggested to us by D Cat and D Hat from the Discord. Mm-hmm. It's um arguably not a horror movie, I'd say. It's weirder Possibly. than all get out though. I mean, there's lots of like there's some bloody parts where people by get golly, by cars or in harpoons or um Real Blown weird. up with, with like strapped together sticks of dynamite. Chris, on with the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it starts out with an intro. Yep. You got a book. What are you gonna do with the book? I'm gonna throw it at you in a second. Shut up. <laughs> and we start off with uh, the beginning. The president of the United Corporations of America. Donald J. Malcolm McDowell. Trump. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, you know, basically letting everybody know how America is different than the America you might be familiar with. But not no, too now, different. Wink. No, it's great again now, so it's fine. They've cured that whole problem of people having to work for jobs and to live and stuff. Yeah. So now everybody just doesn't have a job. They have 99.9% unemployment. I couldn't hear Troy for a while. Perfect. <laughs> hey, Troy! 
Hi, Brad. We're on the show. Woo! And they uh, they have the death race to get everybody excited and also take out some of the excess population. Yeah, but I mean, like they kill like a grand total of like a hundred and four people or something. Like they don't really reduce the population you know, that you're talking much. About killing people <laughs> out of the whole population. I mean, every little bit helps, guys. Yeah, but... I guess. What's the point? It's a lot harder logistically to kill a bunch of people with a car than you might be led to believe. Yeah, you pay enough people to line up to run over with a car, and you got a car with big enough blades and spikes on the front of it. You'd I mean, okay. one of these cars was stocked with hay bales. I'm pretty sure, like, people are going to really gum up the works. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> run up and kill somebody with a bale of hay. That'd be a terrible yeah. way to go. But we meet uh, the drivers, one of them being Air Force Amy, the terrorist. Mm-hmm. We got and Abe. Abe's a robot. Yeah, with Abe, Abe, which is, you know, like Kit from the Knight Riders. No, uh, only cool. he apparently uh, vibrates the seat for stupid. his creator's pleasure. Uh, it also drives and kills. We have uh, Minerva. Who's like a pop star with her song "Drive, Drive, Drive, Kill, Drive, Kill, Kill, yeah, Drive"? See, I like "Drive, kill, drive, drive, Kill, Drive, Drive, Kill, Kill, Drive, Kill, Drive." Yeah, and, that's a good jam. Yeah, and we have um, oh, Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, <laughs> yes, he is. And then. And then we're introduced to Senor Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein. And he's the reigning, the reigning champ. Yep. Also known as Crixus if you're a fan of gladiators. And they, uh, each of the drivers has kind of a navigator co-pilot. They call a proxy who's wearing a helmet to broadcast this whole mess into people's uh, swimming goggles. I mean, VR goggles. Is the technology, I believe, was the Oculus Drip. It was kickstarted recently. Oculus Rift. No, no, that's the actual one, Brad. And, uh, <laughs> Not the Oculus. The Google no, the Cardboard. Ocul- it's the Oculus Drip. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a... <laughs> uh, you don't get it. That's okay. <laughs> Swim goggles, water... Drip. Drip. Cardboard. Perfect. You get it. Yes. Google Cardboard Glass. Google Trip Cardboards. That's that's great that you're doing that thing that you're doing. <laughs> anyway. And we, and we learned that uh, apparently Crixus's uh, proxy blew a bunch of frogs to get her... Yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, that chick sucked a bunch of frogs' dicks. Why? I don't know. Somebody had to. Why? <laughs> They're not going to suck themselves. Oh. Are they? Okay. I'm not familiar with frog I'm, anatomy. I mean, I mean, their tongues are kind of long, so maybe they don't have to. I don't know. Did they have ribs removed like Marilyn Manson? Yeah. Did you know he was the guy for the Wonder Years? I, I heard That's that good. he shit out of his ears. 
That's how he financed the rib removal was with By shooting sweet, out sweet of Wonder Years money. Anyway, <laughs> enough probably factually accurate information about Marilyn Manson. He does shit out of his ears. I mean, that is true, though. <laughs> <laughs> out of his ears into mine, apparently. <laughs> nope, just kind of all uh, over the place. Yeah, and there's like, you know... Uh, sportscaster dude and chick who are kind of generally annoying. Yeah, they're loud. They are. And then, uh, and then, Air Force Amy blows up half the spectator stands as a terrorist, and they give her points for it. Yep, they they count, I guess. Yep. Just like Chris, they count. Yeah, good good point. One, two. What's he gonna hit me? What are you doing? What are you counting to? <laughs> You'll never know. Michigana. Seven! So now all these uh, racers, they all get get lined up and they take off. And, uh, oh boy. It's real clear, real fast, that these cars were filmed at a much slower speed and then sped up. I believe you said nine <laughs> miles. I believe your exact words were... What the fuck? Why are they driving nine miles per hour? <laughs> well, it's like, it's like Knight Rider after Kit loses his bulletproof shell and they give him like super fast speed instead. It's like the, the same special effect from like 1987. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's real bad. And then, uh, old Frankenstein, his, uh, proxy. Frankenstein. Tries to give him an interview after uh, some harrowing hijinks involving parking garages and CGI effects. Yeah, I want a CGI car because they can drive over anything. It's true. Everything in this movie is practical. That that is wildly inaccurate. It's all corn syrup, <laughs> man. Yeah, that car was clearly made of corn syrup. <laughs> Yeah. All the CGI was done in camera. It's fine. Yep. It was all corn syrup. Corn syrup and sausage. Uh-huh. That sounds like my breakfast this morning because my wife is out of town. <laughs> corn syrup. Sausage. <laughs> so much fructose. <laughs> Only things I can cook are corn syrup and sausage. <laughs> it's all I know. Uh, oh, this is a podcast. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the slurry you must have made out of that. <laughs> Time for my <laughs> cup of warm, syrupy sausage slurry. Oh, boy, it's broke down. Mmm, <laughs> you can taste parts you shouldn't be able to taste. Uh, it's got that fresh pig asshole co- flavoring. It's got that kind of like, you know, kind of tastes like... Or a jail. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. beaver butts. Beaver butts. <laughs> now, if there's one thing Chris mm. knows, it's a beaver's butt. Blue raspberry beaver butts. Right, Chris? Delicious. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's an interview. He doesn't take too kindly to the to the interview process. Because he's just there to race, goddammit. He doesn't That's care right. about all your politics and your internets or whatever. He just wants to death race like a yeah, motherfucker. To race and die. Yep. And, and 
we get some uh, very. We cut to scenes. the we cut to the resistance at one point, who was led by uh, Lady Hamilton, who Old tells sternum. them to rise up. <laughs> yeah, but not through education and nonviolent protests. Fighting. And yep. motorbikes. Mm-hmm. And the blood and the shit, when the blood and the shit spray, that's what she's all about. I like blood and shit. Mm. In that order? Or? It goes nice in the spray. <laughs> I usually just do them together. The old combo spray. <laughs> she pissed blood. And the uh, the resistance hunts down Abe. You know the car, the car that fucks the lady. Yeah, with the vibro seat, where it's she just reasonable. basically just spends the entire race orgasming, apparently. Just like Chris. And uh, the attack causes him to go a little haywire and run over uh, old vibro lady and pull her face clean off, which is pretty funny. I, th- I think like her name is literally me. Dr. Creamer. Yeah, that was Dr. a little... Dr. Von Creamer or some kind of shit like that. A little that. on the nose, but... yeah. Yeah, I kind of had to clean that off afterwards. Dr. Cream her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good you yes. keep doing stuff that requires people to see it. Shut <laughs> up! I know it's been a while, so maybe you don't recall that? how this works. Christabel? Anyway, so now Abe's kind of lost his uh, mind a little bit. And we're treated to just some varying scenes of carnage, including uh, Minerva tricking all her fans to come out by playing live versions of Drive, Drive, Kill, Kill. And then uh, Air Force Amy, the terrorist, just running well, over them instead. I would die to hear that song. I mean, I really, really like that song. And old uh, Mr. Mister Perfect or whatever is... Uh, Kurt Henning? Yeah, Kurt Henning. I, I don't know. He did something, I think. I don't remember this part yeah well at some point like he gets kind of dr- almost driven off the road and he harpoons the other side of the bridge and then just pulls his car by hand back onto the road using the harpoon cable and asks if you know you're not in you know are you not entertained yeah I, I like his quantum harpoon because it, you never Wait. know what state of being it's in did they already have that weird uh, I think, did we skip over where they just stopped at the fucking hotel no that's where they're going yet. I thought that was that, already that's, no. that's after the first day but before the second well shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now they're at the hotel though so off to the hotel uh huh where they do like the like WWE slash like boxing interviews and uh, we find out that uh, Mr. Perfect, apparently having sex with Mr. Perfect is like having sex with 500 guys at once. It's amazing. Yeah. Leaves you all, like, stretched out and smelly. Uh, and then uh. I also love that uh, uh, Crixus is like, what? Because, oh, because Mr. Perfect is genetically engineered is why he's perfect. And uh, Crixus is like, they couldn't have energy engineered you any clothes because the dude is like because mr perfect is like on a table in a speedo getting a massage talking about like being the equivalent to 500 dudes and then gets insulted and doesn't know what to do which is pretty funny a lot of semen yeah 500 semen 500 semen navy joke 
498 <laughs> more than Chris prefers. And uh, Minerva trash talks uh, Air Force Amy. Air Force Amy talks about how great God is. And James, oh, she does invoke the saint Dwayne the Rock Johnson at some point, which is pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like the rock. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so, uh, but then they all go upstairs to their hotel rooms, and mm-hmm. what do we find out about Franken Proxy? Franken Proxy is a member of the Resistance, and she is given a what to insert into her vulva? <laughs> oh God, what was the name of it? It's basically a backwards. Uh, it's it's like a flashlight, but it's got big bitey teeth in it. Yeah, it's like it, like so if you took uh, like a lady's like uh hair straightening iron thing you know like the little like clampy thing and put teeth on it and then insert it into your vagina that's what this would be and then she very poorly attempts to seduce Crixus. yeah involving probably because of all that burnt vagina oh that's true it's probably hard to feel sexy when you have a bitey monster robot in your vagine (laughs) yeah And, and he's I'm, too busy just, like, trying to fix his robot hand because he is a cyborg. He's more machine than man, some would say. Like Chris? Yep. yep. But but she was really hoping he had a Mr. Stud implant. Yeah. Like Chris. I just, I failed to see the end game. Like, what was the, it, it was going to bite his dick and then. He wouldn't be able to race anymore, I guess. Do the cars require a penile interface? Well, I mean, they're kind of like a proxy for your penis. So if you destroy the penis, you destroy the car. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. But what about the ladies? Um, they they have penis envy, so they have cars. Hmm, that checks out. Yeah. See, that's all. I, that that also reminds me of my favorite um, uh, oh, roller derby name is, is Freudian slit. Yeah, that's pretty good. I saw that on Facebook the other day, and I was like, yes. <laughs> but back to this movie. Yeah. So anyway, advances have been uh, denied. They wake up the next day after uh, Mr. Perfect was having his proxy act like she was getting done by 500 dudes, yep. which was weird. Yep. This seemed pretty quiet for 500 well, I mean, the he's you know he's got things to concentrate on, so he just needs to let everyone know what it would be would be like if they were having sex with him. So yeah, obviously that's what's yeah. important. Just like Chris. I also, Mister Perfect is incredibly gay. Yeah. Just, just, just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. So the the lady, the lady, his proxy wasn't really you know. A man, so he was having trouble performing, but he he, he, he couldn't get a himself. boner. <laughs> yeah. So we move on to day two, which will take everybody through the uh, red state, something or another. Yeah, well, day two, where you know, where the uh, the pedestrians shoot back because they're going through the Midwest. You know what upsets me Texas. most about day two? They all have to like take a fair start. Yeah. Well, that's bullshit. And then one of Mr. Perfect's fans are in they front of him. Leads. And he's like, 
Hey, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. He just runs him down. He gets the 10 points. Mm-hmm. Just like Chris. Yeah, and, I've always got uh, fans. Oh, and but, but before they started, Franken-Proxy was uh, apparently adjusting her seatbelt by bending over the door of the car so that her ass was just, like, just like wiggling towards the camera for, like, to 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It was necessary. You know, yeah, it was, for the art. It was, it was necessarily gratuitous. So day two starts. With the beginning. With the beginning. Of the second day. And, and uh, there's a ninja fight in a cornfield. Mm-hmm. After some poor direction from the proxy. And more old, corn syrup. Old Frankenstein gets stuck in a cornfield where they have a ninja fight where they're fighting with totally not post-filming post, uh, effects on the... Uh, I don't know. Bow stabs, I guess. The Tasers shock stabs. Staves. I mean, are you saying that, like, if I have, like, an electric staff that's, like, electric on each end and I whiz it all around, it's not going to make beautiful, like, arcs? Purpley, like, arcs in the air? Yes. Without CGI? Yes. Uh, oh. One time I swung a cattle product, Chris. <laughs> I'm actually. I actually believe that 100%. I don't remember a lot about it, but it seemed relevant to what you guys were talking about. And Chris doesn't remember much afterwards for about 30 seconds. I don't remember much after uh, or before 2003, to be honest. You can really only drink so much aftershave and still be responsible for your actions. It's true. <laughs> It was a different time back then. Yep, it was ninth grade. <laughs> Where you didn't have proper respect for your alcohol. No yeah. horses. We were drinking Boone's Farm and Triple Sec. Find <laughs> Chesterfields, 99 cents a pack. Yeah, one thing to not do is to mix uh, orange juice, uh, Blue Maui, and tequila. Apparently that tastes like rotten orange juice. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Though anyway. after enough alcohol, you don't taste it anymore, and it's perfectly fine. Enough reminiscing of our budding alcoholism. <laughs> budding? Yeah, it was ninth grade. Oh, and at one point, uh, Mr. Perfect shot his harpoon into the mm-hmm. back end of uh, Crixus's car. That was a sexy laugh. Yes, and uh, Franken-Proxy had to like unhook it by draping herself a little across the back of the car and shaking her ass again. For stability. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of her core. Uh-huh. Ass. <laughs> her core ass. Perfect. <laughs> and it released the car from the harpoon eventually. Um, Chris released Minerva, the car from the harpoon. Minerva. Oh, Minerva. <laughs> Okay, so Air Force Amy uh, apparently had a church meeting at her church, and a bunch of dude, bunch of people showed up, and were promised virgins and chicken wings if they were willing to sacrifice themselves to her car for the score. But then, like Minerva just came swerving out of nowhere and took them all out. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I would do a lot for chicken wings. I'd do a little bit more for virgins, but I would do a lot for chicken wings. There better be some good chicken wings if I'm killing. 
You'd be I don't know, they could murdered. be mediocre chicken wings, honestly. I mean, they were talking about Hooters, so it couldn't have been that good. Yeah, Hooters. Yeah. Yeah, Hooters chicken wings actually aren't that good. So, anyway, enough about Hooters, the the franchise. And chicken wings. So, it's the uh, Grande. Minerva afterwards gets uh, accosted by some people who have a couple bales of hay on some kind of tower thing. Yeah, and somehow the bales of hay prevent her from driving her car. And they're motorbikes, and they look like a poor man's, uh, what was that movie, the, the, the William Wallace movie, Braveheart. Uh, what? No, Mad Max. Mad Max, yeah, Mad Max, yeah, no. William Wallace. Tell me more about this Braveheart movie that reminds you of Mad Max somehow. <laughs> because of the guy. <laughs> Alright, fair uh, enough. Yeah, Mel Torme. The Jesus guy that made that movie. About yeah, Mel Jesus. Torme. Mm. Jesus? Didn't he cuss at the police over some Jewish people? Yes, and? And then he was on <laughs> Night Court. No, that was bull. I don't want to no, hear. He was any in Highlander, of... the television show. Also true. The first episode. Richard Mole. Yeah, I know his name. What of it? This bull. So anyway, so now the Death Racers have you know been shot at and murdered some more people. One one part in particular involves Frankenstein. Not running over a bunch of crippled children, but instead running over their shitty parents. To try to have them killed? Because they were going to sacrifice the crippled children to help the school district or some bullshit. Yeah, because nothing's better for the schools than mowed down kids. Yep. Yeah, Frankenstein would do it. But then, yeah, Frankenstein was, or Crixus was like, fuck that, I'm going to have the people who who invited me to mow down children, because they're the real assholes. Yeah, because they're a bunch of haters, yo. Indeed. For real shit shit. Oh, and also Frankenstein or uh, Crixus refused to run over a kitten playing with a butterfly. Yeah, as it was just too damn adorable. Yeah, that kitten they had that green screen was pretty nice. (laughs) I mean, it was real as fuck. So basically, Crixus could not run over half of the internet because of, you know, cat videos. So now it's day two over. The internet's half cat videos, half porn. And uh, old old Crixus and Frankenproxy are on the outs, you know, on account of she tried to get him murdered by the uh, resistance earlier. Murdidly murdered. Pulled a gun on him in the whole bit. Yeah, a rave gun, because apparently, like, she pulls on him and it just starts, like, spraying, like, multicolored <laughs> lights onto his face <laughs> in, like, alternating <laughs> patterns. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And he breaks it with his with robot hands. And old, uh, he basically tells Frank and Proxy to fuck off, and she goes down to the the bar, Bechtel's bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the the fancy chalkboard. Yes, the fancy chalkboard. Where she talks to Minerva, some somewhat about a dude, but also. Not about a dude. So this movie technically passes the Bechtel test. Bechtel test. Fucking at Bechtel's nonsense. bar. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's meta. Yeah, 
It was a good bit that Brett didn't understand. Shut up. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, but we find out that, uh, Minerva is the son of a history teacher? Yeah. The daughter of a history teacher. At Stanford or girl. something. And we find out something about Frank and Proxy that I don't remember, but it's generally nonsensical. Mm-hmm. A bunch of crap! Yep. And we also find out that apparently Hamilton is banging Donald Trump. Yes. Which is just like Chris. Just really bizarre in my brain. And then uh we cut up to Mr. Ish. Uh Perfect. Yep. Who turns out in his dreams it lives in a snow globe as a ballerina. Which makes just sense. Like Chris. Which makes him so angry after seeing his homoerotic protein shake commercial <laughs> where he has like white protein sprayed all over his face <laughs> yeah yeah he, uh, he has oh, to go jism no i mean implied not actual it was, it was yogurt man yogurt yogurt so the only thing he can do is go fight uh mr frankenstein and they have themselves a little tussle. Which results in Frankenstein almost getting uh, impaled by the harpoon gun. But Frankenproxy shows up and hits old uh, Mr. Perfect with unknown object 1B. Yeah, after Mr. Perfect t- it's, shouts at some say uh, it was a flu- Some say it was a bicycle. A- Nobody really knows for sure. Yeah, but... But Mr. Perfect shouts at Crixus to tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> and the president, he's not liking any of this bullshit. A bull mess. Come on, Chris. This is a clean podcast, you fucker. Mm. Fair point. And the president's like, look, Frankenstein's got to go. I'm in league with the resistance, so we're going to get rid of Frankenstein and the resistance all at once, and we're going to make Mr. Perfect the new guy that people like. like jinx would you call it a boner jinx so day three starts up and the president decided that mr perfect should be the new guy that everybody wants to be and he's going to get rid of frankenstein and the resistance all at the same time so they have a new rule where they have to stay on the super special path you know for protection reasons yes Protection path. Yeah. So they uh, they they go before they go. Mister Perfect gets a secret message passed to him from the lady commentator. What is it? A bunch of stupid shit. Yeah. No, it's the special secret way to get more murder kill victims. It's the We're double secret more. probation way. So they uh, they all head off. Minerva. And uh, Air Force Amy have their final confrontation where they uh, play chicken and her co-pilot, Air Force Amy's co-pilot, wusses out. So she straps a bomb to him and makes Minerva drive off a cliff. It's and then she goes down to like pr- to uh, provide like a final benediction to uh, Minerva. And Minerva is like, I see God, and she's black as fuck. And then, like, takes out Air Force Amy at the same time. 
Well, Abe showed up and did that for some reason, and then blew up. Because oh, God yeah. is blank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now we're just down to uh, Mr. Perfect and Frankenstein's... Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Dr. Krixenstein. Dr. Crickets. So Dr. Krixenstein... <laughs> He goes to the incredibly obvious Resistance headquarters on account of the neon sign that said dissenters welcome or some shit. Bad guys here. <laughs> Secret hideout. And they have themselves a little uh, powwow. Uh, climactic Battle? scene, I Climax. guess. Climax scene, a lot of ejaculate. Yeah. Tons. No, that was earlier with uh, Mr. Perfect. Still. And uh, yeah, so they they battle it out, and Crixus uh, ends up driving through a doorway by tilting his car on its side, and then the other people following him apparently don't come anywhere close to even getting near the doorway when they hit the wall and blow up. Yep, resistance has been quelled. Quailed. Quailed. Yeah. Chris's internet sucks. Oh, and it's back. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> yes. So now, uh, old uh, Mr. Perfect thinks he's got this thing won, but then, out of nowhere, Crixus shows up, and they have themselves a, a duel down the final stretch, where, uh, of course, Crixus gets the upper hand. And Mr. Perfect thinks his proxy is him dressed up like a ballerina. So now Mr. Perfect's dead. And, uh... It leads... Crixus gives some rousing speech about, like, well, I could take out this stand of spectators for 500 points. Or I could take out this stand of spectator for 500 points. Or I could take out Donald J. Malcolm McDowell for 1,000 points. What yeah. do you think you should do? What do you think I should do? Like, maybe you all should, like... Rise up off. and throw off your chains and be human beings, and I'm going to run the fuck over Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, and apparently the message everybody at home got was, go kill crazy and murder one another indiscriminately. I liked it. Uh, I right, it. yeah. I mean, what else yeah, would you, you do? Uh, it was anarchy in the U.S. of America. It was. Just like the Sex Pistols foretold all those years ago. <laughs> Sex pistols. Uh-huh. And then, uh... Donald McDowell's murdered. Uh... People are murdering each other in the streets. There's a nice, uh... Touching kiss scene. Didn't those two fuck on a hill or something? They kissed. No. Actually, it's really funny. Like, I feel like the... They took the, the cut where the actors were, like... Couldn't hold it together because the dialogue was so ridiculous. And they were like, I can't believe I'm saying this shit. And they said it anyway, and that was the take that they kept. <laughs> yeah. And then we see a dog with mange, and that's the end. Yeah, why the fuck do we gotta see that dog for a second? <laughs> because Crixus was taking care of a dog with mange in a world like revolution one of the dogs with sulfur on, the on it. Fucking Sarah McLaughlin commercials. That's bad news, man. Come on. It, it was a callback to earlier in the movie. Come on. Yeah, idiot. Shut up! I'll throw my steel toe chew at you. And that's Death Race 2050, kind of. 
Roger Corman's Death Race 2050. Thank you very much. Robert Cortbricks. So what do you think, Mr. Brett? I liked it at first a lot, and then I disliked it, and then I liked it, and then it was okay. That's that's it, huh? In that order, yes. Perfect. Uh, Short and vague. (laughs) Yep, classic Brett. Short and vague. Christabel. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. On one hand, I can't appreciate the fact that it was made for obviously no money... It's pretty ham-fisted with its uh, social commentary, but it does have a charm to it that you don't get out of a movie anymore. The kind of B-quality I could get behind. I'd say, uh, you know, it's probably be good for a movie night with a couple couple of people having some drinks or, you know, throw it on while you're doing your taxes or getting on the Blacked out on alcohol. If you know what you're in for, you might have a good time. But I'd say... If somebody told you it was great, they lied to you. No. I don't know. You could probably skip this one and be alright. I don't think you're missing out too much, personally. Mr. Troy? Uh, I kind of really liked it. Just, I mean, it was it was not a great movie. It was probably not even a good movie. But it hit me right in that like goofy, satirical, low-budget like spot in my heart that just needs does not get filled very often. And yeah, I I kind of really had fun with this. So, I mean, if, yeah, I said it's not a good movie. Um, if you're if you're really hungover, it's probably worth watching because it will take about five percent of your normal brain power to uh, process. But it's fun and it's satire. I mean, it's it's no Starship Troopers, but it's still satire. So I'm a fan of it. So I will thank you, Decat and Dehat, for recommending this one. I enjoyed it. I don't know if anyone else will. Though. I was on the fence. Yeah, I also give it a resounding meh. <laughs> I'm giving it at least one thumb up, if not two. A player. Wherever you want it, I guess. Right up the Muppet hole. Oh, Muppet my. Hole. How vulgar and whimsical. <laughs> Is that by the gooch? <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> only only in uh, Stand By Me. So say, Brett, what if somebody else wanted to recommend a movie? Like next week's flil- film, Zombievers. What film are we watching next weekend? We're going to watch Zombievers. What if somebody else as had rec- some sort of... As I don't know, Chris. Green. Why don't you do it? Because it was a travesty the last time I did. <laughs> Why? Did it go bad? Yeah. He almost wet the couch. Did you wet the couch? It smells like piss. More so than normal. A lot more so. <laughs> Probably because I just pissed. Mm. Or you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can find us on Reddit, subreddit SHP Podcast. Uh, we have a presence on Twitter, Slaughter Prince. Uh, Google Play, YouTube. Discord. Discord. Something else that I was supposed to say along with that. Dot. Dot. Dis. Dis.
Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our newest, our newest thing. I forgot some old ones yet, though, like iTunes and Stitcher. Mm. Well, yes. But and, the, the, the uh, new hotness is the Patreon. Pa- Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Dot, what? Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Princess.patreonslaughter.princess. Perfect. <laughs> Where you will be able to give us money for totally unrewarding rewards. Mm hmm. Like fucking around. And that should be live by the time you're here in this here podcast. Just stop on over. Give us a buck or something. Or don't. Whatever. We'll keep doing it either way. If you you ever wanted to make us drink a drink of your choice, that is one of the reward levels while watching the movie of your choice. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, stop on by. Take a look. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Kind if of, you don't give us, kind of give us like enough money, we can stop. Where <laughs> Brett yells nonsense and we call it a podcast. Why fart and taste it when you can taste your own farts? <laughs> <laughs>